This is Retirement Talk. I've entitled this podcast, The Weather and News. Before I start with this week's topic, however, I want to refer back to last week's topic and the request for suggestions concerning providing health care insurance during the gap years between retirement and Medicare eligibility. No suggestions came in. Zero. Perhaps there is no answer. I might suggest voting and encouraging your legislator to pass Medicare for All or Universal Health Care. Looks like that might be the only answer. But if you have better ideas, please pass them along, and I will do the same. Now for the weather and the news. My wife and I had lunch with a friend last week who's retired and has always been a news junkie. She explained how her life has gotten so much better in the last few weeks since she stopped reading, seeing, or hearing any news. She's 82 and said that after all the years, it didn't seem like it was going to do anyone, including her, any good if she kept up with the news. I agree. She used to wake up in the morning, and before getting out of bed, she would listen to one hour of the Amy Goodman show. Amy Goodman always finds what is wrong in the world and explains it in the most compelling way. I've rarely, if ever, been able to handle it, and that is after being awake for several hours. As for the weather, years ago, after a long winter in Alaska, We sat on the deck in the spring sunshine. Dan, our 12-year-old son, sat just inside the screen and was reading a book. I said, Why don't you come out on the deck? It's beautiful out here. He replied, Never let the weather dictate what you do with your life. He was throwing my own words back at me. Throughout our time in Alaska, whenever we were considering the option for outdoor activity, I would always use that bit of advice. Never let the weather dictate what you do with your life. As a basic rule to encourage outdoor activity, weather can change fast. Many times we would leave home in the snow or rain and find sunshine just a few minutes away. Or, of course, we might find snow and rain. It was always a bit of a guessing game. But the argument usually won the day, and we would venture out. That was what was important to me. Our culture seems to be weather-obsessed. People like to talk about it, listen to the weather report, watch the weather on TV, even watch a channel that has nothing but weather on it. People like to know what the weather has been during the day. They like to know what it will be tomorrow and on into the following week. They want to know what the weather will be like, where they live, and they like to know what the weather is far across the country. I've never been able to understand this obsession with the weather. Growing up in the Midwest, I can understand the interest of farmers in future weather reports. Weather might make a difference in what your activity may be the following day. But honestly, I have sat in the living room of Midwestern farmhouses where no activity is planned that might be dependent on the weather, and yet everybody must be quiet and respect the need to know what the weather might be the following day. 
On top of the need to hear a weather forecast for the following day, there seems to be a need for multiple weather reports each day, weather in the morning, weather at noon, weather at dinner, and weather just before signing off and going to bed. It's too much for me. All of this consideration of weather reminds me again of news-obsessed folks or news junkies. I have never been able to understand them either. I mean, there is news, and then there is news, in quotes. I consider the first one finding out something you didn't already know, something new, something that might have meaning for you. Then there is news, in quotes. This is something you already know, something that really isn't going to affect you a great deal, something you could easily go through life without knowing. This later kind of news is beautifully illustrated in most TV daily news reports. Not only do they not really inform you of what is happening in the world, but they many times mislead you into thinking you're keeping informed, when really you're being tricked into thinking that you are informed, when you really aren't. I recall being amazed when I have watched the evening news on TV. The reports are so brief. It's like reading just the headlines of articles in the paper or a magazine, maybe two minutes for a feature or in-depth story, and then perhaps 30 seconds or so for almost everything else. This skimpy treatment of complex events is ludicrous. People might think they're keeping informed when they really are not. Better to be ignorant and know it than to be lacking in information and think you really know what's going on in the world. Even more perverse was the focus on violent and tragic aspects of life. Wars, crashes, fires, crimes, and other human tragedies dominate. I can imagine how people watch the news early in the day and then somehow manage to enjoy the day. Even more difficult to understand is how one can sleep after just watching the horrors of daily news programs. How can someone do that? Imagine filling your mind with bombings, war, fire, kidnapping, rape, tsunamis, political graft and corruption, and then padding off to sleep. Good night, sweet dreams. Does the violent nature of the newscast have no impact on a restful night's sleep? It does for me. Just call me out of step if you wish, but these are things that I cannot understand. I know that as a retired person, I might fill much of my time with weather and news, but I can't imagine anything less enjoyable. I've always had it in mind that I wanted to enjoy life as much as possible. Certainly storms will cloud the horizon occasionally. Tragedy will strike in my proximity. And I do need to stay informed of the conditions of the world. But on an hour-to-hour, day-to-day basis, that would definitely take all the fun out of life. You might be asking yourself, well, what's a person to do? How can I stay informed? How can I know what I need to know? This sounds like a topic for another day. This is Retirement Talk. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.